Hi, you're listening to Flying Sober. This is a podcast about cultivating relationships and sobriety and stepping into self-discovery through love, understanding, and exploration. The opportunity to learn about yourself through others starts now. Hello, 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 my lovely listeners, and I am here with Jonathan. Hi, everybody. And we're here to work on step six and seven. But before we do that, I just want to put a shout out to all those people who have contributed in the past month. And uh, thank you so much for your contribution. It means the world to us. A shout out to Kathy, Carlos, Francis, Jacqueline, and John Butler. I think you know John Butler, right? I do. I do, actually. Um, we know everybody. We know all of our listeners. Why? Because we're all in this together. Oh, yes. You're right. And we all thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Um, you know, it's, it's gratifying because sometimes, you know, Rachel and I, we have so much going on in our lives that <laughs> we get together on the weekends, shifting our schedules, rescheduling, scheduling, and trying oh, to make this happen. Oh, my God. It's like a roller coaster. And your contributions really do warm our hearts and give us the motivation to keep going. So we greatly appreciate it. Yes. As we're sweating saying this, it's the truth. Well, Um, they're probably wondering why we're sweating. (laughs) So so we're actually recording in in Rachel's house and she has a wall AC unit. So we have to turn it off so it doesn't, you know, buff up the the sound and the quality. Interfere, yes. Exactly. So... (laughs) So we're sweating because of that, but I meant that we, you know, we really have to shift our schedules around. We've got a lot going on in our lives right now. Should we just share that with our... I'm ladies first. Why don't you talk about what's going on with you? Well, you know, I have a very ailing mom and it's, it's tough emotionally and to deal with it. I think that's first. And I try to go out of my way every single week to go see her. And, it, and it's a tough deal to deal with. And the, the whole pandemic has kind of thrown everybody off. It's been a real challenge with a lot of things in my life. Right now, you know, I think this podcast keeps me going because we always talk about things that keep you out of your head as service. That's one of those things that I, I really cherish do. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I mean, for me in my life, it's, it's been crazy. Um, yeah. I run a company. On top of that, I have my beloved grandmother battling cancer, um, my best friend battling cancer. You know, everything else in between, right? We've got yeah. relationships, we've got friendships, we've got, you know, economic hardships. we got it all. Yeah. I and mean, it just so happens that we're at steps six and seven. One of the most famous quotes I love is it's not our circumstances that make us, it's what reveals us, Mm. right? So really think about that. Like, you know, and and, and step six, you know, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. And Mm -hmm. I remember after doing my four step, I really got to take a look at my part in certain you know, situations in my life. And it was either I was too greedy or I was too lustful. I was too jealous. I was too, yeah, I mean, you name it. I mean, I'll list my defects of character and I want you to list yours. So I'm going to list mine. I'm codependent. I'm selfish, self-centered to the core. Um, I'm needy. (laughs) I'm very lustful. I I have severe lust issues. Um, I, I, I'm very fear-based, and I'm egotistical. I'm self-righteous. I mean, I've got a lot of crap. Damn. Yeah. That's and, a long list. Yeah, but 
there's more too. Just, <laughs> we only have so much recording time. And when you take a, when I take a look at my four step, right. And I see what these defects have, have made me do, you know, entirely ready. You talk about it like, yeah, I'm entirely ready not to be this person anymore. What about you, Rachel? What are you, some of your defects? You know, I think it's those things that stand in my way of evolving and becoming a better person and more accomplished in life. But it's all rooted in self-centered fear when it really comes down to it. Yeah. You know, and in step six and seven, we get to take a closer look at that. But first, I need to clarify what they really mean. In step six, it says we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. And in step seven, it says, humbly ask him to remove our shortcomings. So defects of character versus shortcomings. You know the difference with that? Yeah, I do. Okay, you tell me what you think about it. And then, okay. then, uh, then I'll reveal my character defects. There, there are not that many. Well, well here's the thing. <laughs> See, a lot of people make a misconception that they do six and but seven. But can I tell you what I think shortcomings are? It's a lack of versus too much of. Okay. Right? We all have our opinions. So the six and seven are two separate steps, right? Six is, you know, being entirely ready to have God remove these defects that right. have caused us so many problems in our life. And first, we have to realize why these defects are so aggravated. It actually says it in the, in the 12 and 12 under step six. It says, after years of warping our emotions and our thinking with our destructive, whether it's drinking, drugging, excessive shopping, whatever it is, We've warped our natural desires. We've like every human being has the desire to either prosper or, you know, procreate. We all have these God given instincts. Right. The issue is when we have participated in these excessive, you know, actions that have warped those, like warped your thinking. Exactly. Like, and you may not even know what those are because you could be in complete denial. So, defects. You really take a look at it like, you know, some of the things that I've listed, right? Like I'm lustful. I'm, I'm codependent. I've, I'm selfish, self-centered, greed. I mean, you name it, it's there. And it's like, okay, those are my defects. My shortcomings, which is the next step. We're going to stay away from that. But the shortcomings are my lack of an ability to not act out on them. You understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, so... Step six is an awareness step. It's being aware that I have these defects. Makes sense. And not being oblivious to it, which is the shortcoming. Right? Exactly. That's why it says step six is entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Step seven is humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Two separate things. Huh. Right? So step six is an awareness. It's like when we participate in the shortcoming right? Those defects are still aggravated, right? So like, say, say I'm very lustful today, mm -hmm. right? And I'm aware that I'm lustful. And all of a sudden I start having sexual relations with somebody that I don't have genuine feelings for, but I just want to get my rocks off. So I participate in that. That's my shortcoming that I'm leading into my defect of character. That you're leading into defect of character. Exactly. Okay. Right. So point of the matter is like step six it says it first line this is the step that separates the men from the boys or the girls from the women right like 
a woman of grace and dignity would carry herself with a certain amount of pride and honor and and, and somewhat of self-restraint as well as a, a man of character mm-hmm. wouldn't take advantage of a particular situation for his own actual benefit. Mm-hmm. Now, when I first came into these steps early, early on in, in this journey, I had to learn through repeated humiliation of how these defects were running my life. Like, just because I wanted to get my rocks off, I was dating the most ridiculous women. Like, ones that my mom and my grandmother would look at and say, like, what are you doing? And I'd say, oh, Maybe because it was of the reflection of how you felt, you know? Well, it was a reflection of, you know, letting these instincts, right? These God-given instincts of wanting to procreate and have sex, those are God-given. But when I let that drive me, to doing things that are not beneficial for my life. Like, think about it. Like, we talk about, you know, I want, like, we, we talked about it early on into our podcast. It's a, it's a common thread. Like, I want to be in a relationship. Well, why do you really want to be in a relationship? Do you want to be in a relationship because you want somebody in your life to make you feel better about yourself? Yeah. Or do you want to be in a relationship because, you know, you, you just, you have a huge sex drive and you just want somebody there to fulfill it? You know, there's so many things like one of the greatest questions someone ever asked me is, what are your motives? And when I can see what my motives are, I can see what defects are being activated. Now, step six is the awareness that these defects are part of my character. Mm -hmm. Seven is inviting God into the situation to help them be removed or alleviated. Right. That's why they go hand in hand. They're not the same step but they go hand in hand with each other. So in step six, it's more of an awareness step. Like, I've got these... So the awareness is in step six, and then in step seven, you humbly ask for it's God... The action. ...to help you remove it, and the action of taking it. Exactly. I think I heard someone say that shortcomings and character defects are the same thing, but they're slightly different from each other, and that's why they separated the two. Um, being that character defect is something that you have too much of, and your shortcomings are what you lack of. It's the shortcoming of acting out. I finally got it. Okay. Which, if you go backwards into the step, right? Like, take a look. Hmm. Shortcomings, right? Step seven. It's being aggravated, right? Like, I want to be lustful. Or, or I, I want to be manipulated. Or I want to be dishonest it. because I'm afraid that I'm not going to get certain things that I want or certain outcomes that are needed, right? So I start acting out on those defects, right? That's the shortcoming. I'm, I'm acting out. And then... If I go back and, I, and I'm oblivious and I'm like, you know, I, I just need to get what I want. I'm not being aware of the defect that's being activated. And then I'm not talking to anybody about it, step five. And then I fall into resentment, step four. <laughs> See, they all work. And then in your head, you start justifying it. And, and then all of a done. sudden, you're walking your way back steps. You know what I just read the other day? When we have to justify our actions, it may be that our actions are not just. Yeah. So true. So, and so you fall back into the steps instead of moving forward. Exactly. And, it, and it's, and it's a, a lot of people fail at six and seven. So you asked me if I had character defects. Well, believe it or not, I have many. And a perfect example of that is um, one of the things I used to do is take things in a store without paying for it. Like, you know, stupid stuff like bag of chips or whatever, candy. And what does it activate? Greed. Basically, self-centered fear of not having enough. And 
I would justify my actions by saying I spent a lot in that store. So why the hell not? But I don't do that anymore. Number one, I developed the awareness, step six. And number two, when I'm about to act on it, I feel this overwhelming sense of wrong. And that's because I told my sponsor about it and then I prayed on it. And guess what? When you shed light on things, they can no longer exist. And that, my friends, is step seven. I also want to add, you know, fear, greed, jealousy, impatience, lust, selfishness, and so on. The more engaged in bad behavior, like drinking and disconnecting myself from the source, the more I was oblivious to it. But in sobriety, and I think for the general person, just being mindful, I grew out of it. And it's hard to admit when you're wrong or you're doing something that's unjust. But it's worse if you keep doing it and you don't own up to it. A lot of people do because no one wants to do this. No one wants to grow in the likeness of their creator. No one wants to be so honest and, and, and be a, not live in that fear of not getting what you want. No one wants to do this. Or paying attention to what's going on, really what's going on with you and exactly. the things that you do wrong. Exactly. Because nobody wants to admit that they're wrong, well, obviously. Well, it's not even a... No one wants to admit that there's something wrong with to be fixed. I think, you know, to me, character defects and character flaws are when it really gets in your way, when you're realizing you're really like screwing with your life, you know? That's what I was talking about. And it could be so subtle. It could be like little subtle things that you just, you know, you start paying attention to and you're like, wait a minute, this is just like screwing up my day and screwing up relationships. And so, you know, you realize, wait, I need to stop this. Whatever it is, whatever your shortcoming is. Yeah. Like, you know, like... If I feel like, say, if I'm at work and I make a screw up and I start falling into fear of what's going to be taken away from me or what I'm not going to get. Yeah. And then I lie. It's normally fear that propels propels you forward. Well, the book says, like, self-centered fear. These defects are activated by self-centered fear. Now, the thing is, what I love about six and seven is six is the awareness. Mm -hmm. And then seven is not only teaching you where these things are coming from. But it's also giving you the solution, the equation of having God remove it. Think about this, right? So say I keep using lust because it's easy. It it, it works in a lot of human beings. It's so true because, I mean, if you think about it, so many women and men flirt to get what they want, right? You want attention. That's what it is, right? And then that falls under codependency too. They're all intertwined if you really take a look at it. But like say... We have this obligation, right? I'm here. We need to record this episode and be of service to other people. Yet, I've got my girlfriend texting me saying, baby, I'm ready for you to come home, (laughs) right? And then all of a sudden, I'm rushing this and not giving my 100% because I'm so obsessed about getting my next lay. That's when this kind of stuff is running your life. Or say, I'm so financially fearful, right? That I'm not trusting that the universe is going to provide everything that I need. So I start participating in certain activities that I think that are going to give me a bigger gain rather than trusting infinite God. Manipulating the system or whatever. Exactly. Like cheating my taxes, which I talked about. I already did that. First five years of sobriety, I did not actually claim my taxes. Now the IRS and I talk on a bi-monthly basis 
and everything's been taken care of. But like I told you before we started this episode, like I was just going to ask you because you were going to say you were going to talk about this at on the podcast. Yeah. Why are you in debt? <laughs> well, what's interesting enough is, um, yeah, uh, Rachel and I were talking before the co- podcast, and I've got fourteen thousand dollars in debt, and and everyone Great. looks at me like, man, did you do that before you got sober? And I said, and I look at you and I say, no, I did it while I was sober. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell happened? Well, it, listen, it's. It's defects of character that ran my life. I've got actually a few examples. When Spotsies come over and they ask me, you know, about certain defects and what are some examples, I'll bring out my, my box of watches, right? I have seven premium-priced, beautiful, collectible watches that are gorgeous. Come on. Is that what got you in debt? It's part of it, right? Because I have this this thirst for more, I thought that a, a nice watch was going to make me feel important. Right. Or I felt that, you know, I was going to be more respected by people, right? So I, ha- I got all these watches and put them on credit cards and didn't expect to have to pay them back so quickly, right? So I'm running up all this credit card debt. Yeah. Um, and by the way, Rachel, take a look at my wrist. No watches. None. <laughs> right? That got you $14,000 in debt. That's so part the of need it. for more, like the a need- shopping spree. Well, and then, and then I'll use lust, right? Yeah. Because I wanted a relationship so bad, right? No, it's bullshit. I just want to get laid. But I would tell people, I really want to get a relationship when all I just wanted to do was get my rocks off, right? So then I started dating women and acting as if I had all the money in the oh, world. Oh, so you, you started spending money. I started spending money oh, on credit geez. cards and like, yeah, I got That's it. That's where most people fall short, even the most frugal people. So all of this is just for the chase of one thing. Women? Exactly. Think, seriously? It's, this is where you spend all your money and that's your character defect? Do you I see, see how these yeah. defects can run you into directions? That's what we were talking about. It warps your thinking and it warps your actions, right? But you're never going to learn from it. And this is a lifelong step. This isn't just once. Like You learn through repeated humiliation of how much you really need God to work on your yeah. character. You know what I think is another character flaw is when you judge people, and, and, and we're all guilty of that. I know I am. And pointing fingers at people and their fault, not mine, and being, you know, always acting like the victim. That was a character flaw of mine for a really long time until I started paying attention to it and going, this is not helping me out at all. Because well, it's keeping me in my sick head going, well, she did that, and he did that. And you know, and then you've got that crazy hamster in, in a wheel going off. Meanwhile, it's taking up space in your head. You know, that was one of my biggest character defects. And it still is. It still is. I have to catch myself like six steps, seven. What are you thinking? But you here's know? the thing. Here. Pray for them instead. Be, be of service instead, instead of like living in that crazy head of yours. Well, so you talk about blaming, right? Yeah. My destructive behavior puts me in a place to where I either have to keep living in it and eventually walking, pa- walking backwards through the steps, and eventually I'm going to partake in those deadly activities that I would take before, yeah. or I submit myself to God and say, please. It's time to let it go. I need you to take this from me because yeah. I can't do this by, your, my, by myself. And you mentioned something that's actually one of the biggest equations. You know... If I'm so focused on helping Rachel 
or helping our listeners. Do you think I'm really worried about when I'm going to get laid? No. Exactly, because I'm turning my attention... Or try to figure out this conflict you had with someone. Instead, you focus your time on something more important. Exactly. And it says, it actually says, like in, in, in the book, it says, we turn our attention towards God and towards other people. So when I'm focused on my yeah. creator and I'm focused on other people, I'm not I'm so focused obsessed. on your own shit. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a good one. It's a daily. I just, you know what I think it is about six and seven? I think I'm just acutely aware that when I'm in the struggles, I know it's me. You know, because you can't fix anyone else. You can only like look at your part. Here's another thing. Maybe stop understanding other people and understand yourself first. How about that? So when things don't go your way, it's actually an opportunity for growth. So the question should be, how can I improve myself? And what can I learn from this instead of focusing on someone else. If you're in conflict in any area of your life, you're in conflict, you're in conflict with yourself. What is it that you can do to change that? And, you know, I'm what going on four years sober and I'm always like on guard, like what's going on here? What can I change? What can I shift? You know, that's not serving me as a, as a human being. You know, like the book, Drop the Rock. Yeah. Like, drop the damn rock. Drop, it's, like, it's what's so, going on with you? Drop the rock. That, that's keeping you from evolving. Well, it's interesting. Like, right? It, yeah. Well, it talks about yeah. the seven deadly sins, right? Like, gluttony, yeah. lust, greed. I mean, it's funny. This morning, I didn't feel like doing anything today. Nothing. Me either. You know? And what's interesting... That's why I think I just drew a blank. I was like, eh. Well, but it's interesting. Like... It talks about in the book, like when we get honest with ourselves and another human being of these yeah. defects, right? What tends to happen is they lose their power because we're not living Oof. with this all by ourselves anymore, right? So you're shedding light on it. I, someone called me this morning and I said, listen, I don't really feel like doing anything. I don't feel like working on my book. I don't feel like cleaning my house. I, and, and that's all gluttony and, and, and laziness, right? Yeah. Like that's, I'm just sitting there yeah. doing nothing. There they are, the character defect. And then he actually said to me, like, Jonathan, why don't you just pray for the willingness and see what happens? And I, I took a suggestion, right, falling back into open-mindedness. And I said, God, please help me be willing. The next thing I know, I've cleaned my apartment. I've worked with two other people working on their stuff. You came here to record. I came here, and it's been a productive day. It's like... It, it's not just a one-time thing. These defects can crop up out of anywhere. Oh, my God. That really is a character defect. God, I can get me so lazy. Yeah. And I really love falling into laziness. That There's a shortcoming. Yeah. Right? You, you fall, fall into, into character it. defect. Oh, now I get it. Yeah. That makes sense. And I never looked at it that way. Thanks for letting me see it that way. Oh, my God. Yeah. It just, guys, light bulb. That's, it happens to me all the time. And I think this is where prayer takes off, like where you said, you got to redirect yourself to God. Exactly. And go show me the way. Guide me. And it's so go true. To, go to God. Show me the way. And do whatever you can do to be of service to other people. And the seven-step promise is so amazing. You know what it is? I love that. Yeah. You know what the seven-step promise is? Yes. What? 
What's the prayer, isn't it? The no, seventh no, no. step prayer? No, there's a promise and then there's a prayer. Oh, what's the... Okay. The prayer, the prayer of the seventh step is take all of me, good and bad. Yeah. Relieve me of the defects of character. So I may better do thy will. And be of service to others, right? Give me but strength th- as I go from here on out to do your bidding. Like we are <laughs> But the cool thing is there's a promise. You don't have to manipulate the world to get what you want anymore. Oh, I love that. It says, with a good sense of honesty and morality, you would have a better chance of getting what you want. So you and that's to, all you could really do is like do. speak the truth. And if someone doesn't like it, so so be it. Exactly. So be it. Because you're doing the, I think it's doing the next right thing. Exactly. And people are not always going to agree. So. You can't let that worry you. You got to just stay on your path. And you know what, Jay? I'm going to end it with that. What about you? So with that note, we're going to say fall into gratitude to get rid of your attitude. Yay! Great ending. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. We do have a donation button. Um, If you feel empowered, if you feel the love and you want to contribute and help us to keep this podcast going, there's a contribution button on flying-sober.com. Whatever you want to give, it's greatly appreciated. And with that said, stay healthy, stay safe. Till the next time we connect, remember to check out our recovery resources on flying-sober.com. And you can also contribute as little as $1 if you liked our show. 